Welcome to Alphabet Flat Encyclopedic Marvel Journey, where I go through the official handbook of the Marvel Universe with guests, and we talk about all the characters we know and love, and not forgotten as well. My name is Jesse Cooper, and with me today is a person who you never really know the true face of, Mike Noel. Hello. Yeah, so, are you ready to change-ling? <laughs> We're talking about change-ling. And it's not the character you think it is, because it goes by a completely different name. Now oh, it is. Good. Yeah, but Changeling. What do you think Changeling is? Uh, probably a superhero that changes a lot. That's a shapeshifter. Yeah. Uh, That's basically what I uh, said. Yeah, shapeshifter. So, um, so, yeah, his real name is unknown. That's a lie. His name is Kevin Spite Sydney. His name is Kevin Smith. Kevin Sydney. Oh, uh, Sydney. Sydney. Um, his occupation: second in command of Factor Three, later circuit leader of the X Men. I'm raising my yeah, eyebrows. See, you, you all can't see the raised eyebrow looks just in Eric's changing. The um, his identity is secret. Oh yeah, here's what he looks like. By the way, <laughs> oh, it doesn't it doesn't really matter too much because yeah. he changes to other people. It looks but, like you know. really it's like somebody wanted to cosplay as Galactus, but waited until the day before the convention to put a costume together. Yeah, well, he does feature my favorite. Like I think my favorite color combination you get out of like the '80s stuff, mm -hmm. like the light blue and purple. It's a it's a good color. It's a good color combination. Okay. But you keep thinking that. I like it, and you're you're a loser. So <laughs> I just it's uh, the easiest way to make somebody angry is to just say something like that, or you would. His birth, his place of birth is unknown. His other aliases is Professor Charles Xavier. Others unknown. <laughs> Great. Uh, uh, place of death is New York. <clears throat> Marital status unknown. This. Single. Oh, so we know nothing else about him, but we know he's single, which tells me a lot. Uh, basically, all I need to know about Changeling. He pretended to be Charles Xavier one time, and he's single, which means he lets everybody know that. Yes. Uh. So his group affiliation, Factor Three, and posthumously made the honorary member of the X Men. Um, it first appeared in X-Men number 35. His final appearance, Death in Xavier Guys, X-Men number 42. Identity as Changeling revealed in, like, flashback in X-Men number 65. Hmm. Uh, so, virtually nothing is known about the Changeling before he uh, joined the subversive organization known as factor well, three good episode jesse uh so my plugs this week uh well we we have the most to talk about on this character we have the most to talk about about this character yes we talked about sharon carter yep we have the most to talk about christ this is an x-men character they already get they always get more sp page space than they need it is believed that changeling discovered his shape-shifting ability in adolescence and from changing sh uh 
and from then on committed numerous crimes while using various assumed forms. Legal authorities never realized that the different-looking perpetrators of all these robberies and other crimes were actually the same men. As I said, habeas corpus is impossible to prove and uh, impossible to use in the Marvel Universe. Hey, you know all those crimes that are committed by different people? What if it was the same person? Yes, exactly. Changeling was astounded when one day he received a message from the anonymous uh, source saying that he knew the Changeling was responsible for certain crimes, which message described in detail. The message stated that the sender had a use for a man of Changeling's abilities and instructed him to appear in a certain location several days later. The Changeling uh, complied and was there first met the mysterious masked and robed figure who called himself the Mutant Master, who we will never talk about because there's no appendix. There's so many things I promise we've talked about in this book that was never propped, that was never revealed. The Mutant Master possessed an extraordinary assortment of futuristic technological devices, one of which he told the Changeling he used to identify him as a superhumanly powered mutant, and to moderate his, uh, his activities, the mutant masters claimed to be a mutant himself, and asserted that he shared the, mutant's mag- uh, the mutant Magneto's goal of having superhumanly powered mutants rule the world. However, the mutant master disagreed with Magneto's current, then current message, I mean, sorry, method of leading his Brotherhood of Evil Mutants in open attacks upon humanity. The Mutant Master intended, instead intended to form a, a cadre of superhumanly powered mutants who would work in secret to subvert the existing governments, so that one day, the Mutant Master intended to form a cadre of superhumanly powered mutants that would then work in s- secret to subvert the existing government as one day to seize power for themselves. The world is now dominated by two superpower uh, nations. The Mutant Master stated the United States and Soviet Union. His subversive network, he continued, would become, in its own way, a third superpower to be reckoned with, and therefore he would call the group Factor 3. The Mutant Master told the Changeling that he needed a second-in-command to maintain the Factor 3 operations, and also an agent who is capable of performing missions among the humans without being detected. Changeling was a successful criminal career and a shape-changing ability made him highly qualified for both roles. Dazzled by the prospect of becoming one of Earth's rulers. I mean, sure, dude. The Changeling accepted the Mutant Master's offer, and among the changelings, many duties uh, for Factor Three <laughs> duties <laughs> uh, was the recruitment of mutant members, other mutant members. He, it was he who co- uh, contacted the the Blob Mastermind, Eunice the Untouchable, and the Vanisher, and persuaded them to join Factor Three. Uh, the changeling also learned the mutant powers of the Banshee and invited him to join the group as well. 
Appalled by Factor 3's goal, Banshee adamantly refused. However, the Mutant Master had Banshee captured and strapped with a headband around his head, which would explode if he (laughs) disobeyed Factor 3's orders, (laughs) and if he tried to remove, or if he tried to remove it. I mean, that's one way to force someone into doing stuff for you. I mean, that is a factually (laughs) correct sentence. That is one way of doing it. That's one way of doing it. I have a feeling I would follow your orders if I did that, if you did that. The unwilling uh, Banshee was sent on various uh, mentions, I mean, not mentions, uh, missions for Factor 3 under the supervision of one of the human agents, the Ogre. Uh, It was on one of these missions that Banshee clashed with the X-Men, whose leader Charles Xavier freed him from the headband. Banshee then told uh, all of them that he knew about Factor 3. Factor 3 kidnapped Professor Xavier sometimes afterwards. Banshee located Factor 3's secret headquarters in Europe and succeeded in uh, notifying the X-Men about it before he himself was recaptured by Factor 3. The X-Men flew to Europe, but themselves fell into the clutches of Factor 3. They then went on trial in the Factor 3's headquarters for treachery, uh, to the cause of the mutant domination of Earth. I mean, that's one crime you can do. You know, subvert the domination of the entire Earth. It was then that the X-Men and the Changeling first actually met. The X-Men were imprisoned while the Mutant Master set into motion his plan to induce the United States and Soviet Union to engage to wage nuclear war against each other. The Vanisher and the Blob were to plant a bomb that would assassinate many Soviet uh, military leaders, and Mastermind and Eunice would breach, would, sorry, would launch nuclear missiles from an American military base towards the Soviet Union. The X-Men broke free and halted the scheme and confronted the Mutant Master and his mutant agents in ultra- in in their alternate headquarters. But then, the changeling who had grown suspicious of mutant of the mutant master's uh, motives appeared in the guise of Xavier and accused the mutant master of betraying his mutant allies. The mutant master ordered his androids to attack both the X-Men and his mutant allies, ba- who fought back together. Uh, the freed Banshee used his sonic well on the mutant master's machinery, causing the... Exp- uh, the platform that the Mutant Master set, the Mutant Master's helmet in human disguise to shatter, revealing him to be a semi-octopoid, octopoid, uh, extraterrestrial named the uh, named the Siri, or Siri, I should say. Oh no, named Siri. Oh no. Yes. Named Siri. Well, so. we have a Siri here. I need to go just open it real quick to make sure there's not a semi-octoid alien inside. Well, it's it, there's going to be a little octopus in there. It's turns out turns out you were uh, harboring something that is trying to kill you. As mutant master, the Siri was exploiting the mutants of Factor Three for its own ends by triggering nuclear war between through his mutant agents. The Siri would have destroyed most of the human race. Then, 
he would eliminate the mutant agents as well. Shocked and furious, I am starting to not care. Oh, you're just now starting? Because I'm... I stopped caring. I was just like, oh, there's going to be something here. This was one of the first times uh, Professor Xavier faked his death. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's sorry. how I'm aware of Changeling, was because he was... Yeah. A short time thereafter, Professor Xavier, through telepathic powers, learned that another race of aliens, the Xenox, intended to evade and conquer Earth. Uh, Xavier believed that the Xenox would most surely be defeated through psionic means. Um, he would form a linkage between the minds of the majority of good people on Earth, of the good people on Earth. But Xavier needed time in nearly complete isolation to prepare this. He visited Changeling, who was deeply shaken, shaken by learning the truth about the mutant master. And he also learned that he himself had a terminal illness and would have no more than six months to live. Uh, Changeling told Xavier that he wanted to do something before his death to make up for his past crimes. So Xavier had Changeling impersonate him so that Changeling as Xavier could continue training the X-Men. <laughs> I hate Xavier. <laughs> so much. <laughs> uh, so... He, so yeah, um, Xavier remained in a sub basement in th- the mansion, so you know, so he could you know prepare to fight battle the Xenox. He believed he, Xavier believed that he, if he told the X Men what he's really doing, they would worry unnecessarily. He only told uh, Jean Grey what he was doing, and that the Xavier training them was actually Changeling. A few weeks later, after. Uh, his impersonation of Xavier, the X-Men came in contact with Grotesques, an insane prince of Gortok, the sole survivor of the subterranean race of the Gortokians, who became extinct as a result of an underground nuclear explosion caused by humans. Grotesque intended to destroy the human race in revenge, install a nuclear oscillatron, a newly invented device which could trigger earth tremors, tremors and potentially create a chain reaction of seismic waves that could destroy the earth. The X-Men and Changeling, who was still impersonating Xavier, found a Gortesque mach- uh, and the machine, and the Changeling used Xavier's mental bolts in vain uh, to prevent Gortesques from activating the machine at full. Uh, the Changeling and Marvel Gold together use their telekinetic powers to try to halt the machine together. Uh, this enraged Gortesques, who threw Changeling aside and tried to force him, tried to force more power power into the Oscillatron, only to have it explode instead. Changeling was too close to explosion and was fatally ruined. Wo- wounded. Um, he then died a mere mere months later, knowing that. He redeemed himself through a sacrifice, and would be not until like months later, until Professor Xavier reappeared as a Xenox was closing was closing in on the Earth, that the X Men, other than Marvel Girl, learned that the man who died that day was not Xavier but Changeling. Hmm. So, uh, he's five eleven, has brown hair, weighs one hundred eighty pounds, and black, sorry, brown eyes, black hair. He ha- he does like moderate exercise, and his strength actually doesn't change. 
depending on what he changes to. So if he turns into like the Hulk, he's still just as strong as the Changeling. Yes. Hmm. Um. So his powers is he's a mutant metamorph or a shape changer, whose power is basically the same as Mystique's. Through through psionic means, he can change and alter his shape, including his height, color of his hair, eyes, and skin, and so forth. So he's basically an exact duplicate. He can also alter his voice so he can like duplicate the other people as well. Hmm. Yep, that's him. Oh, uh, what do you think of uh, Changeling? I'm incredibly boring. Well, we do have another question. Are they still dead? Is he still dead? Uh, yes. No. I mean, I guess technically he's probably living on Krakoa, so... And now mutants can't die, technically. Well, technically... Okay, so... No, no. When I say no, when I say, is he still dead, no, that is... I'm technically breaking my rule of no alternate universe things. He did become... He did go come back to life after back, Black uh, Talon... Uh, Revived a bunch of mutant. Hmm. Uh, revived a bunch of zombie mutants. Okay. Um, and but the changeling that everyone thinks of nowadays, and the one that I was thinking of, is actually from a different universe, and he goes by morph. Right from the cartoon, right? Yes, and also. On the Exiles. Mm. On multiple teams, different versions of him. Like appears in the in the Exiles. Hmm. So so he is he is technically dead, but he is still used a lot in the Exiles. Yeah, I think that's pretty much it. So you have any plugs? Yeah, I mean at this point you've heard him. Uh equalizers. You can find us everywhere online. Uh, we spell it E-Q-U-E-L-I-Z-E-R-S, and we come up with uh, sequels or prequels to movies that never got them, and also studying Granada, where we watch the 1980s Sherlock Holmes TV series starring Jeremy Brett, and we read the stories when we talk about it. Um, you can find us most places online by just searching uh, studying Granada. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much it. I, I You've heard all my plugs before, twice now, so I won't go through the whole spiel again. Yeah. I don't feel like doing my plugs for this episode, so uh, much like the opposite of what the U.S. Uh, justice system is doing, <laughs> justice is served. Not contrived at all. Well done. Nope. Bye. Tenaya, tenaya, nailed it. <laughs>